Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Happy Mama Movement, a weekly podcast dedicated to changing the conversation about what it means to be a mother and a woman in this day and age. I'm Amy Taylor-Cabaz, author, mama, and former journalist. After spending 15 years chasing news and burning myself out trying to be superwoman, I realized that I was chasing a dream that no longer served me, and since then have dedicated myself to understanding the transition that we go through as women when our whole identity shifts with motherhood. Every week, I will bring you the very best insights and inspiration I can find to help us all change the way we feel about this time in our lives and create a movement that allows us to honour motherhood differently. Welcome back, mamas. I have something a little different for you today, something that is a lot longer than what I would usually give you each week. I try and keep the podcasts under half an hour if I can because I know we are all juggling so much. But just recently, I held an online workshop, a webinar, which when I finished, I thought to myself, I want to share this with more mamas. I need this message to go out to everybody who listens to this podcast Because what I talk about in this webinar, I think, is one of the key things we have to understand about why we feel the way we do and why we are so quick to judge ourselves, be hard on ourselves and compare ourselves. The answer to that self-criticism is not to just find more time for self-care to fill your cup first so you can fill up others. Yes, that's all well and good. But as you'll hear me talk about in this webinar, I did that for years. I spent my time trying to fit in all the self-care. But inside me, I was still critical of myself. I needed to change the way that I was silencing what I was really feeling. And if I knew about matrescence, if I knew what was going on, everything would have changed. That's what I want us to do with this podcast and with this webinar. This nearly hour-long workshop 
we'll walk you through some really practical ways that you can start to redefine yourself, to redefine the way that you feel at the end of the day, whether you feel valued and like you did a good job. Please listen all the way to the end as I have something really special to share with you. I hope that this inspires you to start looking at yourself differently, honour what you're going through differently. Enjoy. So, the reason why I wanted to gather us all together, the reason why I am so passionate about talking to you all about this is because too many of us are feeling like we're not the mamas we want to be. We yell. We're overwhelmed, we're burnt out, we're sick, we have adrenal fatigue, we have autoimmune diseases, we are catching colds that we can't get over for months and months on end. We are so hard on ourselves. We beat ourselves up day in, day out. And it is an epidemic. It is almost expected that this is the norm for mums these days. This is just what motherhood and manhood and modern life feels like. And it's not true. It shouldn't be this way. And I am absolutely determined. If you're new here, there's many of you that are very new to Happy Mama and to my work. You will soon know that this is my driving passion in life, is to change the way we feel about ourselves as mamas. So if you feel like this, if you yell, If you feel completely overwhelmed and like at the end of the day, you can't even breathe and it's still not all done. If you feel burnt out, if you're disconnected from your partner or from your kids and you beat yourself up, you're in the right place. What I really want you to hear over the next hour is that this is so common. This is so common. It's not your fault. We live in a system that creates this inner turmoil for women and for mothers and it's really, really time we change this. As I said, this is something that I hope is going to be as big a light bulb moment for you as it was for me when I first started learning about this. Here's what we're going to do over the next hour. We're going to look at why we are in a cycle of overwhelm and then self-criticism. And it is a cycle. If you think about it, we just wake up every day and get back on this treadmill, this cycle of, oh, my gosh, there's so much to do and, oh, my gosh, why can't I do this like she does and how come that she's having a better time than I am and why is this so hard? And then we go back into self-criticism because I'm not doing enough. I should be working harder. I should be a better mum. I should just do this. We're going to look at why that happens. We're going to explain why what we've been doing so far won't work. So the things that you have heard about mother's guilt, overwhelm, burnout, all the things, why they won't work and why it's not our fault. It's not our fault that we're feeling this way and the answer is not that you just need to do better. I'm going to introduce you to the biggest insight I've gathered from my years of working with mamas, the insight that began to change everything for me. 
Some of you might have known about this because you've been listening to my podcast, but I'm going to give you a really good understanding of this and then share with you something that I haven't spoken about before, which has become a really big part of what I want to share with you. And then we're going to talk about an amazing opportunity at the end. But there's going to be so much in this. I promise you, we are not going to do the usual thing that we do to mothers, which is tell them that they just need to look after themselves more. You just need more self-care. You need to take some time off. You need to fill your cup first. We're not going to tell you that you just have to do more, be more organised, have a better to-do list system, get up earlier, all of those things. And 100% I will never, ever, ever dismiss what you're feeling because I have been feeling it too. I have the reason why I am here doing this work is because this is what I have struggled with for so long too. As they say, you teach what you most need to learn. And this work for me began with this deep self-criticism, this deep comparisonitis that I had, this deep feeling that if only I did more and did better, everything would be better. And over the last five years, I've witnessed thousands, yes, thousands of mamas beat themselves up over not being enough. More than four and a half thousand mamas have gone through my, through my online programs and coaching. And that doesn't include the workshops that I run around Australia. Four and a half thousand mums. I know how you feel. I have heard it over and over again. I know the things that you say to yourself. I know how it feels. It just overwhelms me with emotion sometimes when I think about how many of us are stuck in this cycle of thinking that it's our fault and we should be doing better. This isn't the way that motherhood is meant to feel. It's not the way life is meant to feel. What we're really talking about here is something that I called many years ago the inner mean mama. And she is awful. It's this voice inside you that is making you feel guilty. She brings this guilt perfectionism. She's the one that makes you yell in anger. She's the one that makes you feel resentful, perhaps of your partner, of uh, other people at work. She's the one that makes you not the person you want to be. And she keeps you in comparison. She keeps you judging. Every single time you do something wrong, there's that voice in your head. And she is the thief of joy. All the things that we want from motherhood, all the things that we so crave and every day promise ourselves that we're going to feel more love, we're going to be connected, we're going to be present with our children, we're going to stop the madness and the rushing and the feeling guilty and we're going to feel proud of ourselves and the mothers that we are. This inner mean mama voice is the thief of that. This is the self-criticism. This is the comparison, the internalisation of what we're feeling. 
this is what we have to change. How do I know this? Because I had the most intense inner mean mama voice when that first baby arrived. The photos you can see now, uh, nearly 12 years ago, my first baby, Scarlett Manu Kabaz. Scarlett was born, <clears throat> I had a beautiful pregnancy. <laughs> uh, I was very, very happy and very excited to become a mama. But in my mind, I had a pretty clear picture of what it was going to be like. And uh, she, her birth was a bit of a train wreck. As you can tell by that photo of me in the hospital bed. And from that moment on, this inner mean mama voice just took over. I felt uh, so out of my depth. She was a really, really unhappy baby. She was born with something called severe congenital torticollis, which means that her one side of her neck and her chin and her jaw had been squished inside me and hadn't developed so she couldn't turn her head. But this wasn't picked up for a few days so we didn't know why she was so happy and why she didn't want to feed. But just for months and months it was daily physio, no sleep, not being able to feed and yet not taking a bottle you can see in that other photo of me in the middle of the night trying, looking the way we're looking at each other, trying to figure each other out. I just was broken and it had never, I'd never felt anything like that before in my life. And as she started to get better, which she did with months of physio, something had really changed in me. I didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't like who I was anymore. I actually didn't even know if I liked being a mum. I loved my daughter. Oh, my goodness. I wanted to give myself completely to her for the rest of my life to make sure she was okay. But at the same time, the practicalities and the day-to-dayness of it, I found so hard and I didn't understand why. I thought it was my fault. I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought I was doing it all wrong. I thought if I read the right book or went and asked the right expert, I'd get the answer. And this inner mean mama began. I started to question, surely I'm not the only one who's feeling this way. But this is 11 years ago. And so these conversations around what happens to a woman when she becomes a mother were not around. I wasn't even on Facebook when Scarlett was born. There wasn't even anything like there is now in terms of the discussion or the forums or the various platforms. So I just went on this very personal journey of trying to understand why I felt the way I did. Along two two years later, along came another baby, a beautiful Greta. And then totally surprisingly, four years after that, I found myself pregnant for the third time, completely unplanned. But over that period of time, what I'd done is with this self-criticism, I just pushed myself to do more. Even though I was so aware that it was this voice within me, I still had this deep underlying belief that if only I did better, things would be better. And so I just kept going and going and going. I went back to work full time. I had two babies at home. 
I had no help because I couldn't ask for help because that would mean that I was failing. And I just pushed myself and pushed myself. I know the things that mamas say to themselves because I've said it all to myself. And I have learnt now why that is. We do it to ourselves. But most importantly, the real, real ways we can stop this. Truly, the way to change this inner dialogue, this criticism, this feeling of not doing enough and being so present and so joyful that when that photo was taken, when that little boy was inside me, I still was battling this feeling of not being enough and pushing myself to do more and more and more, getting up at 3.30 in the morning, five days a week, to go and produce the leading breakfast program in Sydney, Australia. I was so sleep-deprived and burnt out, but I was still trying to prove myself. Years and years of feeling like I needed to be more and do more until... I nearly risked it all. Many of you are new to this webinar tonight, so I needed to share with you how I got here. And when I say I nearly risked it all, I went into early labour at 28 weeks with my third child. And uh, the specialists at the hospital were very clear to me. The reason why I was there in that bed trying to stop the contractions which were coming every three minutes was because of my lifestyle, because of the way I was pushing myself to be more and do more and what I know now because of that deep inner criticism that said that I should be doing it all and I can't slow down, I can't rest, I can't say no. And so I nearly risked this beautiful little boy even when he was born, we did manage to keep him in until 37 weeks. Even when he was born, he was still only 2.5 kilos. So he was tiny. If he had been born at 28 weeks, he wouldn't have been okay. So that little guy was the turning point for me. I realised that although I had been on this path since my first child was born, six years before this, and committed to try and change this inner mean mama. I'd even written a blog about it. I even was writing articles for magazines about it. But I, but I used to talk about it as self-care, as fill your cup first, as don't be so hard on yourself. You just need to have a break. And it didn't work. I was the living proof that it didn't work. I ended up in hospital. I put this baby at risk because I wasn't able to slow down. I had the yoga classes booked in. I went and got my hair done. I went out with my girlfriends. I ticked those self-care list things. But the inner criticism, the inner mean mama, the, the standard that I was trying to keep, that wasn't going to change until I learnt what I'm going to share with you tonight, until I truly began to understand that something had changed within me when I became a mum. And without acknowledging that, I was pushing myself to burn out. So that's what I meant at the beginning about we are not going to be talking about self-care and all of that stuff. This, look, self-care is wonderful. But if you've got an underlying belief system that 
you have to do it all, otherwise you're a failure or not good enough. All of the manicures and pedicures in the world is, aren't going to fix that. What no one told me, mamas, was that I was struggling with something that was completely normal and part of the process of becoming a mama. For those of you that listen to my podcast, you will know what this is, that the understanding of what I'm about to share with you cracked me open in so many ways because it is the question that I began asking all those years ago when Scarlett was born, what happened to me? Why isn't anybody talking about how I feel about myself and my identity and who I am now? Why do I feel like I've lost myself? Until I learnt the word matrescence. Now, this beautiful, spectacular word is fast gaining traction, which is the most exciting thing for me because I truly believe that this is going to be the most revolutionary insight into motherhood we have had. Matrescence, for those of you who are brand new, and I know I've got some messages from you this week saying, I've only just found you, Amy, and I've registered to join you on Sunday night. So if you are one of those beautiful mamas, welcome. Matrescence is like adolescence. It refers to a transition we go through in life. So adolescence refers to the transformation that you go through from child to adult. Matrescence is the transformation you go through from woman to mother. It is the transition we go through as we become. And it affects all areas of our lives, social, economic, physical, mental, spiritual. You think about what a child goes through. That beautiful baby you saw right at the beginning, she's now nearly a tween. Well, she is a tween, so I'm experiencing this firsthand. You think about everything they go through. They question everything. Who am I? Who do I want to be? They get really overwhelmed and confronted with some of the injustices in the world. Their friendships change, their relationships change, their body changes, how they feel about their body changes. All of these things are exactly the same for matrescence. This is a time of a new identity being born. It is a key opportunity for us to look at who we are and what is important and really realise that we are becoming a whole new person. We can't go back to who we used to be, just like a teenager can't go back to ever being a child again. It is a forward motion. But here's the key thing. If we don't acknowledge it, we get sick, we lose ourselves, we get angry, we blame ourselves and we judge ourselves. This quote is from my spectacular teacher who I am now studying with through Columbia University in New York City to really bring matrescence and its understanding to the world. She says, we can see in ancient cultures since the dawn of man 
that those who have done it before need to pass down the knowledge to those who have yet to do it. That is the way this is meant to happen. And when it doesn't, when we don't have those markers or acknowledgements, we feel lost. This is what we've lost, mummers. We've lost the ancient passing down of wisdom about what motherhood is. We've lost that uh, circle of women around us that really should have gathered around me and you when this all began and told us what was coming and made us understand that we will grieve our old lives, we'll feel completely different about our relationship and our job and the world, we'll feel completely different about our bodies, ourselves as passionate, creative, sexual women. We will feel overwhelmed by being a mother and yet at the same time we will want to give up everything to be a mother. These are the things that should have been passed down to us and when they're not, this is when we go into this deep inner criticism. Matrescence is what you are feeling but can't name. It is the massive change in all areas of your life but haven't known how to describe. It is the opportunity to redefine yourself. That is what is so exciting about this. But when we ignore it and push it down, we self-silence. Now, I said to you I wanted to share with you something that I haven't really shared outside of the training I do with other women who work with mummers, and this is it, the idea of self-silencing. So what happens, mamas, is when women feel that what they're feeling isn't right, isn't normal, is something to be ashamed of or judged, we go within ourselves, we self-silence ourselves, we don't talk about it, we don't share it, we don't ask for help because we don't have a space where we feel safe to share without an understanding of what happens to a woman as she is a mother and continues to grow as a mother, without that space and that word and that understanding, she goes inside herself and criticises herself because she thinks she's the only one. When I first heard that, it made me cry. It still makes me emotional. Because I realised that for, at that stage, nine years, I had been self-silencing. I had been swallowing my worries about what I was really feeling and whether I was doing a good job and whether I was good enough. I'd been swallowing this and hiding it and holding it in and criticising myself because no one had told me that what I was feeling was a part of this. In fact, it's one of the best parts of matrescence is that you change. You get a chance to change. You get a chance to question those things that you were chasing. Are they worth it? That career that you thought was going to be everything, is it still what you want? The way that your parents brought you up, is that how you want to bring up your children? All of these questions are a beautiful gift of matrescence. It is the awakening opportunity. But if we don't let mums know that, 
if we don't tell them that you're allowed to be angry and you're allowed to feel grief and you're allowed to not know how to do this, if we don't tell them that, we self-silence. We don't get mad. We get perfect. This sentence, this is what I have seen in four and a half thousand women. We don't get mad that we don't know about this, that we've been beating ourselves up, that we compare ourselves and judge ourselves. We don't speak about it. We just try and think, we just think that we have to be perfect. We internalise it. We chase perfectionism thinking that this will be the answer when actually the answer is that we need to speak about ourselves. We need to redefine the system that is keeping us stuck and angry. We don't get mad, we get perfect. And that is why we chase perfectionism. We chase this idea of if only I do this one more thing, if only my floor was clean, if only I tried harder, if only I lost that weight, if only I stopped yelling, if only I made the organic bread from scratch, then I'll be okay. No, that's not the way it works. We can't internalise and self-silence this anymore. We can't just keep this quiet within us, judging ourselves and comparing ourselves and thinking that the answer is we need to be perfect. We have these absolutely unrealistic expectations. I mean, I could have done seven PowerPoint slides on the things that I am so outraged of what we tell women we need to be. We glorify busyness. How, how are you? So busy. Oh, so busy. I do it too. It's something I'm trying to change. We have unrealistic expectations of what our body should look like after birth, how happy our baby should be, how our relationship is. We have all of these unconscious expectations that, again, we're self-silencing. We're going inside. We're thinking everyone else has got it right. No one else has questioned it like I am. Nobody else is feeling like they're losing themselves here. Nobody else is worried about this. So I'll just be perfect then. I'll just have to live up to this. And then the self-criticism starts again. Can you see this cycle? Can you see why self-care is not the answer here? Can you see why this isn't about doing more or changing what you do? This is about a complete redefining within yourself of who you are, of how it's okay that you don't know who you are. You're not going to ask a 13-year-old, you're not going to expect a 13-year-old to know everything about themselves and get it completely right overnight and just move through this transition without any support, any awareness, any nurturing. So how can we expect ourselves to be doing this? All because we are chasing this unrealistic definition of being a good mother, that is so wrong. We've been handed down this expectation of who we should be and Matrescence's greatest gift, in my opinion, 
is that we get to change that. This is our chance, that we're not going to get silent and try and be perfect anymore. We have to do this together as a movement. That's why I called my podcast The Happy Mama Movement because I feel as if the more we can talk about this, the more that we can shine a light on the fact that so many of us are feeling the same way and chasing this perfection and the good mother idea and it has to stop. How does this make you feel? If you're like me, it may be pretty upset and then angry at first because I realised how long I had been judging myself for something that really wasn't my fault. It's not my fault that I was never, I was never told what this would be really like and I didn't have the right support around me. But that's not anybody, one person's fault. It's our whole system. We're not supporting mothers and women in the right way. We're not allowing us to be okay with figuring this out and not being perfect. So I'd like to do an exercise with you as a way to allow you some space to let this idea of how you might have been judging and criticising yourself by internalising so much and, and silencing these questions and just believing that if you could just do more and be more, it will be okay. This idea of matrescence, of you becoming something. So if you can, please close your eyes. I know many, many of you will be on this call as a replay. You might choose to do this uh, in the car, so you might not be able to close your eyes. But if you can, it would be really wonderful for you to do this. In fact, if you're listening to the replay, pause for a moment and see if you can sit down somewhere. Close your eyes. And just notice your breath for a moment. Most of us shallow breathe. We don't even breathe properly. So let's just take a second to let our breath move through, through our body a little slower, a little deeper. Just feel your shoulders drop down, your back, your hands soften and your throat soften. Just these few key things we can do to let go. I invite you now, in your mind's eye, with your eyes closed, see yourself standing before you. See yourself when you first became a mama. See her standing before you. Perhaps she's in the hospital, perhaps she's standing in front of you holding the baby. Really notice her and look at her. Look into her eyes. 
How is she feeling? How is she feeling about who she is now? Just allow this image in front of you to change as you watch her move through motherhood. Perhaps there's really beautiful, happy times. And there are times where she is scared, overwhelmed, angry. She's beating herself up. You can see how hard she is on herself. Just pause the image on that moment, that moment where you can really see, see her pain, how much she's trying her best. And yet she's deeply overwhelmed and unsure and uncertain. I invite you to just get her to stand in front of you and look her in the eye and tell her that it's okay. She's doing a great job. that she is becoming someone new. She is shedding her old self and emerging new. This is bumpy and hard and confronting. But look her in the eye and tell her that it's okay. This is part of the process. You're doing a great job. Really connect with her. Give her the loving encouragement and wisdom that she should have received if we really honoured what motherhood means to a woman, what she experiences within herself. And just hold that space for her and tell her again, she's doing a great job. She's doing the best she can. And then I would like you to take your hand, right or left, whatever feels natural, and place it somewhere on your body, perhaps on your heart. You can hold your other hand, it doesn't matter, wherever feels natural, just place your hand there and take a big deep breath in and tell her again, you're doing a great job, I'm proud of you, it's going to be okay. Breathe in again, holding your hand in that place. And then tell her, you are the perfect mother for your children. 
You're figuring this out together. You're doing a great job. Last big deep breath. And as you breathe out, tell her whatever comes to your mind, your words, what she needs to hear. Take a big, deep, last breath. And releasing your hand and opening your eyes. This is something you can do whenever you catch yourself comparing, judging, whenever that inner mean mama voice kicks in, whenever that voice says anything negative. Whenever you feel yourself lost in that, again, take a breath, put your hand back where you just had it and breathe in. This is called a mind-body association. If we keep practising this, calling to mind that compassion we can have for ourselves, calling to mind how we as women are just figuring this out and that this is a process, a transformation that every single woman on the planet who becomes a mother will go through, no matter where you are, who you are, how much money you have, how much support you have, have you will go through matrescence. You will transform. You will uncover who you really are. You will, you will be rebirthed. And so when you can connect to that greater wisdom, you stop internalising, you stop self-silencing and you can start instead being compassionate to yourself. And so practice this. This is the first idea I wanted to share with you. Practice this. Put your hand in that same place and breathe and you will eventually, this is what I do for myself, I hold my own hand. And when I'm feeling myself quite overwhelmed, angry, judgmental, whatever it is, I'll catch myself and breathe in and hold my own hand. And instantly now, because I have practiced this a lot, instantly it's like I've received a hug from someone I deeply admire that just says, it's all right, just breathe out, it's okay. Everything will be all right, you're doing a good job. Because this is how we can start switching this programmed self-silencing off. The answer to your self-criticism, mamas, is not to get perfect. It's not to burn yourself out like I did. It's not to get to such a point where your health is at risk, your children's health is at risk, your relationships are at risk because you're so exhausted The answer is to redefine yourself and what you expect of yourself each day. It is to change this definition of you and who you want to be and make sure you're not chasing those ridiculous expectations of Instagram and social media and what motherhood should look like. We need to change this and we start by doing exactly what we've just done, by seeing ourselves with new eyes by realising that we're carrying these unspoken stories of who we should be and what it should be like. That's what this is really about. 
This is so important to remember. So important. If I could, other than that exercise to how to start practicing deep self-kindness instead of self-criticism, if I could give you one thing I'd love you to remember, because we have had no understanding or reference of this, of matrescence, of what we go through as women, we have felt like it's all our, excuse me, it's all our fault. And so we blame ourselves. We internalise it. We keep it quiet. We blame ourselves. The inner mean mama begins. And then to fix it, we try to become superwomen. We try to be perfect. This is what I call this this, uh, cycle that we're going through over and over and over and over again. And you see it in the supermarkets. Mums just so pushed to their edge trying to get it all done and not allowing themselves to go at any other pace. They yell, they snap, they're not the mums they want to be. This is what I would love for you to walk away with tonight, that because we don't understand what happens to us, first we internalise it, we self-silence, we keep it to ourselves because we're scared we're the only ones because no one's talking about this. And because of that, we think, well, maybe I should just be perfect. Maybe if I just tried harder, everyone else seems to be doing okay, so that's what I'll do. Oh, this is what we have to change. At the moment, I'm starting to train other mamas who want to do this work with women in their own way about matrescence and how to share it. And one woman in this program had such a beautiful way of summarising this that I wanted to share it with you tonight. She said, whilst we often go into motherhood thinking we know ourselves and know the mother we will be, the reality may be very different. So we fight. We fight to be the woman we want to be. We fight to be the mother we want to be. We fight to do everything we think we should be doing every day. It's this fight to stay on top of it all. And then how do we treat ourselves when we fail? Because, of course, we're going to fail. Our expectations are mad. Do we silence ourselves, beat ourselves up internally, tell ourselves how awful, useless and worthless we are? Or can we instead... Find the true woman and the true mother that we are and love and honour her with all our heart so she can shine bright and light up her own world and that of those around her. That is the gift of this time in your life. You have a chance to not self-silence this time to not internalise it, to not try and be superwoman and be perfect, but instead discover who you truly are and redefine what it means to be a mum, a partner, a woman in your own way so that you can truly show up in the world. And this is how. First, we have to redefine what it means to be a mama. We have to, this expectation we have that uh, you can only fall pregnant a certain way and in a certain amount of time. You can only birth a baby a certain way. 
You can only feed a baby a certain way. You can only return to work at a certain time with a certain number of hours and you can only be at home with a, a certain house and a certain relationship. And unless you don't meet any of that, then we feel like failures. If your birth didn't go to plan, if you couldn't breastfeed, if you couldn't fall pregnant, you had to do a certain amount of IVF, all of this is, please, we have to redefine this. Too many of us are feeling like failures right from the beginning. We have to honour ourselves differently and the way we speak to ourselves. We have to see ourselves differently and what we do each day. We have to change the way we look at what we do each day. If you're at home every day with toddlers and a baby and your day is about reading books and playing with Play-Doh and doing washing and cutting crusts off sandwiches, the world tells you that that's not worthy. But we can redefine that. We can change that. And it starts by you changing how you feel about it and how you honour yourself with that. We have to become aware of our own self-silencing and how we are internalising this, which then leads us to break free from the inner mean mama and be the mama we finally want to be. Because I know you want to be a, the best mama you can be. That's why you're here. I know that's why you're here. I, again, I've seen it so many times. Women will show up to my programs or workshops or anything I run because they don't want to, they don't want to be this mum anymore. They want to do it differently. They want to feel proud. They really, really want to be proud. They want their children to be proud of them. It's time we redefined all of this for ourselves and our kids. And I say that because our children don't want, need us to be perfect. They need us to be real. They don't need our floor to be clean. They need their mums to be happy. And if we're going to keep living by self-criticism, by silencing, by not talking about this and not redefining it in our own way, and yes, it's, it's not an easy thing to do on your own. <laughs> That's why we're meant to do it in a circle with women together. But if we could do this, this is what our kids need. This will allow our children to grow up differently and believe in themselves in a different way. I know that that's what you want too. You want our children to be free of this self-criticism. It's one of the greatest things I want to hand down to my children is how I've learned to overcome this deep feeling of not enough. And the only way I can do that is to keep working on it myself, which I do every day, every day. So start by asking yourself tonight, or today, whenever you're listening to this replay, what do I believe I need to do and be to be a good mama? What stories am I telling myself? And what do I need to let go of there? If you're telling yourself you have to do certain things to be good or to be successful or any of those things, this is your chance to free yourself from that. And then come back to that visualisation we did 
put your hand on your heart or hold your hand wherever your special place was and see her and tell her it's okay. You can let go of that. All you need to do to be a good mum is love yourself and your kids. Imagine if that was your definition. (sighs) So mamas, there is so much more I could share with you on this. This is just the beginning of the redefining that we need to do as women to be free of this cycle of self-criticism. I hope that you can see the beginnings of that this is not your fault, that this isn't about fixing anything or doing more or taking time off. This is about a total rewiring of how you think about yourself. And so if you can start that conversation and that awareness, amazing things will happen. This is what happened with me. It just began with that question of why do I feel this way about myself and why am I so hard on myself? But if you want more, if you want to truly redefine, you don't want to be self-silencing, stuck in that cycle anymore. You don't want to be yelling at your kids because you're yelling at yourself in your mind. That was always the case with me. I only ever snapped at them when I was angry at myself. When the inner mean mama in my voice in my head was so loud, that's when I wasn't the mama I wanted to be. If you want to do more to make sure you break that cycle, my 40-day program is starting next Sunday, one week from today. And this is a 40-day program which will do everything we've spoken about tonight and more. It will completely change how you feel about yourself and mamahood. You will get awareness and understanding of matrescence so that you can free yourself from self-criticism this superwoman addiction, burnout and overwhelm. You will free yourself from that. That inner mean mama voice, that story you tell yourself, I can't sit down because it's not done yet. All of that, you will be free. Practical daily actions that you can switch out of the burnout and self-criticism. This is a practical program. And practical in the sense of things that you can do right now, things that will take a minute or two, and you will reprogram yourself completely. You will get guidance on how to redefine your role as a mama, but also as a partner, a successful woman, so that you can truly change the way you live. This course is not just about motherhood. In fact, it is a redefining of what it means to be a woman at this time of your life, which includes being a mother. But what about your other roles? What about your relationship? No matter what state that is in, what about your ambition that you had before you were a mother? How does that feel now and how do you want to redefine that? Are you at peace with that? How do you feel about yourself as a passionate sexual woman now? Do you not even think about that because your brain can't even go there? Or do you long for it? 
We talk about both. We talk about how to redefine and honour all of you, not just being a mum, because that's how we get lost. When we think we need to give ourselves to this, we don't. We have to be whole. We have to redefine all of you. And then you'll get group coaching so that you're surrounded by the community you need and you should have had to really honour matrescence, the whispering of the wisdom of women, the gathering together, the sharing of our stories, the aha moments that you get from realising that everyone is doing this together. You will feel free, free from guilt, self-judgment, criticism, burnout, overwhelm, self-doubt, anger and resentment. And again, without wanting to sound like a stuck record, broken record, broken record. I know this because I have had so many mamas do this with me and I have been on my own journey with this for so long and it is my absolute dedicated life work to make sure that we change the way women feel about themselves in this time of their life. So I know that this is possible. You can be free of all of this. It starts next Sunday, as I said, a 40-day practice, a 40-day online program, which is nearly six weeks for $149, which, if you look at it, is less than $25 a week. Think about $25 a week. And what would you give to be free of that criticism, to be kind and present with your kids, to not feel so lost, to feel passionate and sensual again, to feel like you have balance in your life between all of the roles. We spend a lot of time in this program talking about how to switch between being a mum and a working mum or if you're at a stay-at-home mum, how to switch between your marriage and your kids, how to honour all of these different parts of yourself because we are complex creatures. We have to hold the space for so many people. So we do all of that. You get weekly videos four live coaching calls with me where you can ask questions. You see each other, we talk, we coach, you bring your questions to me and I answer them for you. You get meditations that are short. All my meditations are super short. I know how it needs to be for mamas. It's the same for me. Daily rituals that help you honour yourself as a woman and a closed Facebook community, which is always one of the most beautiful parts of my programs. These women, some of them first started programs with me nearly five years ago and they are still close friends I'm not exaggerating some of them still haven't even met each other but these Facebook groups just go on and on they just adore each other and they support each other the way that women should we're going to in the 40 days look at your role as the mama but also the space holder. Who do you hold space for? Who, re- who relies on you? And how can you do that without losing yourself? How do you feel about yourself as an ambitious woman now? Now you're in this time of your life. Are you still trying to honour that part of you? Or do you feel like it's lost? Or perhaps like me, 
I so wanted to still have that ambitious woman, but what I did was tipped over into overwhelmed superwoman and ended up in hospital. So how can we be this without tipping into that? And the passionate woman, really, really, really important part of honouring ourselves. I wanted to share this because I think many of us see these things online and don't know if they're going to work. I just wanted to share this from Jasmine, from my mama who did my program last year. There were so many things I could have shared with you from mamas, what they've said, but I just wanted something short and really clear. You have changed so much for me. I have searched for a program and method for so long and I was giving up hope that anything would help me. This is just amazing for all the mamas out there. The reason why you've been searching is because we haven't been talking about what's really happening here. We haven't understood matrescence. We haven't seen this as a form of self-silencing and self-criticism. We haven't understood that this is actually about redefining what it means to be a mum and a woman in this day and age. The last thing I wanted to share is that as I'm continuing to build the training for women to start doing this work around the world, I'm hoping that we'll have mama circles all over the world one day, holding the space for mums to, oh, I just hope that matrescence becomes as common a word as adolescence and that women are just sitting in the circle and crying and laughing and celebrating this more and more and more. So as I continue to build that, I've decided that this will be the last time that I run this program for this year, probably until about March next year, and that this will be the last time at this price. So if you've listened to all of this, and well done, because it's over an hour, so I really appreciate you staying with me, beautiful mamas. If you've listened to all of this and you can see that this cycle of not honouring what you're going through and how you're changing, not really knowing who you are anymore and then internalising it and tipping into superwoman or self-criticism. If you want to change this, if you want to redefine yourself and motherhood and everything, your relationships, your home, your passion, your creativity, all of it, if you want to do this, then I invite you to join for this last round of Redefine for this year. It is a really beautiful practice, brings in teachings from some really beautiful people uh, in the world, including presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. I share a lot. I did some training with her a few years ago and a lot of that's included in this 40-day practice. So this is a part of... Okay, mamas... I hope that this has been really enlightening for you. I hope that by sharing this webinar with you in this format, in the podcast, you can do the exercise that I go through. You can start to see yourself differently and you can begin this amazing experience of redefining motherhood and womanhood, being the whole woman in your own way. Please remember, if you'd like to be a part of the Redefine program for the last time this year, we begin on the 1st of September. But you have until...
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.